Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there traders, Christopher Yule. We're, today we're going to cover what is going on in my portfolio. What are some new trade ideas that I might have going into the week? And, uh, you know, make sure you stay till the end because we'll be taking your audience requests for some chart analysis here on today's episode. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. I just released the second edition of the Triple Stock Profit System ebook, and you can get it free when you head to triplestockprofits.com right now. Download it free now and change your life forever. Again, that's triplestockprofits.com. Hey, don't miss out. And remember, triplestockprofits.com. Markets are people. People are predictable. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 so you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Hey there, traders. Welcome back. My name is Christopher Yule. I'm the founder and head trader at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. I'm thrilled to be back here on Benzinga. It's one of my favorite things to do. And uh, just in a nutshell, what we do over at 10MinuteStockTrader.com is help investors take the guesswork out of trading in only about 10 minutes a day. So I'm the host of a top 10 iTunes investing podcast called the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. And that airs three days a week. And I've also been voted one of the top 100 people in finance for two years in a row. Uh, the way that I came up with 10MinuteStockTrader.com was I was unable to trade at work during my day job. And I had to grab an iPad that had a data plan and trade from that. And in the process, it, it caused me to uh, put on high probability setups. It caused me to focus on strategies and tactics that would work basically anywhere. And I only had about 10 minutes a day to do that from an iPad. So hey, if that sounds good to you and sounds like the kind of trading you're looking to do, make sure to smash the like button. The goal here on this episode is to get 100 likes, and I'm going to do my best to bring that social currency up by giving you the biggest value that we possibly can. So let's do this. Let's first take a look at the market, because uh, honestly, I I got some I got some hesitation out here. I was talking to Money Mitch earlier, and I was like, you know what, man? I think we're about to roll over. This has uh, been quite the market that doesn't have the strength and the breadth and the uh, the oomph behind it that you really, really want to see. So taking a look right here, this is the, the chart of the S&P 500. And if you zoom out just a little bit, uh, I mean, this is just zooming out to August last year. That chart is at a greater than 45 degree angle, which is great, right? If you're a long-term holder. Uh, but this also should be somewhat of a warning sign. We're up over 20% on the year, which is huge. And I'm not at all a permable or anything like that. 
I'm just realistic in this case, saying that I think we are due for a pullback. Interestingly, my friends over at TrendSpider pointed out that all these little dips happen to have occurred on the 19th of the last three months. Completely, possibly uh, coincidental, but I did find that interesting. So maybe we're setting up for another pullback into the 19th. But what I'm seeing basically is we're just not having the breadth going forward. We don't have the, the amount of market participants moving in. Now, think about it for a second, right? Whenever everybody is already in the stock market, you've run out of participants to buy. And whenever you've run out of participants to buy, the only thing that can happen is for those participants to sell. So let's take a look at some of the things that I've seen out there. Uh, one of them is the percent of stocks. I'm going to reload this after the market closes. Percent of stocks above their 50-day moving average, which really is an easy line in the sand to say if the market's bullish or bearish, right? We have 47% of the stocks out there above their 50-day moving average. So only half are even participating in the last few weeks of rally, right? And you look down here. We, we've been as low as 25% of stocks over their 50-day moving average. But just conceptually, look at this on a broad time frame over the last year. We've just been eating away at that. Eating away, going down, losing breadth as the days go on. And how does that make sense when the market just churns higher and higher and higher? Uh, you know what? If you agree with me on that, make sure you smash the like button. Even if you don't agree with me on that, smash the like button. But the I, that, that's one of the things that I found pretty interesting, right? And then going a little bit deeper, this is the heat map of the S&P 500, which you can just type in S&P 500 heat map and get this, right? So today we did have a, uh, what the day end? Basically flat on the day. And there's an ad. You can see like most of the market was down. You go back over the last week, there's not a lot of winners looking at this, right? A lot of it's flat to down, lots and lots of reds. Look over the last month. Now we're starting to see what a healthy market would look like, right? And, you know, just for fun, let's go to year-to-date performance and like everything is out off the chart. But that's what I'm starting to say is that we're running out of breath, right? We're not seeing this. We're not seeing this right now. We're seeing a very uh, mixed market. And that's that's proving out in the data. So with that being said, me going forward, I am cautiously bearish on this. I have a, a very little on in the market right now, percentage-wise. I mean, we're talking really small, uh, but you know what? That's part of trading, right? You got to be able, what do they say? The uh, It's one of my favorite catchphrases. It's strong beliefs, weakly held. Meaning that, hey, I'm very confident in the trade that I'm putting on, but if I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to get out. So I'm going to jump into the chat. I see uh, somebody's putting in here broken motivator talking about clove. I am going to talk about clove. That is on my list for today. Why is no one talking about metal arts and global star? I don't know why skew. Oh, we can take a look at that. So SQQQ, this is the ultra short, uh, QQQ. I believe this one trades at two times. The problem with inverse ETFs is that because of the math behind it, they get wrecked. I mean, they're going to have to reverse split this because basically it, it it's worth, it, it's almost to the negative chart numbers down here. Um, but that's because of the math behind it, right? So, I mean, 
Jesus, so low. I have to move my screen so much. Okay. So with that being said, if you are bearish, this may be an option for you to play with that. Uh, let's see here. Tor Tony, is there a recommended website to paper trade stock options? It's a great question. I do not know. Um, there probably is somebody in the chat that would be glad to help you with that. Um, I got you. I got you, Chris. You can use Thinkorswim if you want to paper trade. Thinkorswim, uh, you can paper trade on uh, stock options. So that that may be something you could work with. Uh, coin today. We'll check out coin as well. In fact, let me do this. Make sure to uh, add it to my list and hopefully we'll get a chance to check that out. Hey, be sure as we're going through to add in your particular uh, recommendations or, or trade ideas that you may have. We're gonna be doing a lot of back testing here and hopefully coming up with some potentially huge winners. Uh, now, obviously nothing is guaranteed. Past performance does not indicate future results, especially if the market does decide to turn around. So as we're going into this, um, let's shift over to what's in my portfolio, which isn't gonna take long because it's really, really light right now. One stock, <laughs> I have Apple, which is funny because like Apple's one of those, those, uh, those trades where it's like, hey, just buy Apple, it always goes up, right? That's basically like the only thing that even showed up on my radar. That and Netflix, but Netflix is like off the charts overbought to me. The way that I determine overbought is this green line that kind of hovers along the top of the, the chart. You'll see that here. That is a Keltner channel. That's two average true ranges above the 20 day exponential moving average. It's a huge mouthful to say that that's where I consider overbought and oversold. Um, I don't use RSI because to me, RSI doesn't give you the same sort of information as what this can do. Uh, so with that being said, Apple, basically I got in on the 31st and it's just tracking up, right? It is, it's, it's, uh, riding on that top Keltner band right there. In fact, let me zoom in a little bit more. Hey, just for Christopher, just for someone that's watching that might not know what the Keltner channel is, what exactly is that indicator? So Mitch, the producer, just came in and uh, gave me a little suggestion. What exactly is the Keltner channel indicator? Um, I'm going to pop this up here and we can talk about it real quick. Keltner channel, basically you set it at a moving average of the stock prices, right? So the historical average. And in this case, I set it at the 20. Exponential moving average. So over the last X number of days, in my case, 14 days, uh, what is the average true range? So the average true range could be a dollar, could be $2. It gives you the fluctuation of the price of the stock over the last 14 days in this case. And then we're gonna multiply that by two. So we're taking what's the 20 and adding two of those average true ranges to come up with that Keltner channel. Now, one of the things that I do is when something's working is I will add to my trade, right? That's uh, an old turtle trader tactic. It's basically what the trend followers will do. And you're pressing your advantage. When it's working, you want to put your foot down on the gas. So what I've done here is one average true range above each entry price is where I will add. Now I will say I did not add yesterday and that was because it had opened above where I needed to see it, which is good, but it opened above 
this Keltner band channel. And because of that, that was a little bit too high for me. Good thing, because as you can see, it came back down in reverse. Now, tomorrow, if this turns around and goes back bullish, and it's above my uh, one ATR channel right here, my one ATR line for my entry point, I'll be glad to add a second. Basically, this is something I learned. I spent a lot of money learning this. You can add to your positions as they're going up, right? Um, the, the idea is averaging up, but you want to do it only when it's perfectly set up as if you were taking the trade the first time. That was a mistake I made and it cost me about 10 grand learning that because I'm a very practical person. Somebody talked about paper trading in the chat. I'm the other way. I want to get my hands dirty. I want to learn, right? Because honestly, you don't have that same emotional connection to the mistakes you've made or testing. I'm a huge tester, right? And that was how I was testing. I'm going to add to these trades, but I'm only going to add when they are perfectly set up as if I were putting it on for the very first time. So tomorrow, if this works for me, if it turns around, I'll be the first one to go bullish on Apple. So with that being said, let's talk about a few other, other things on the chart here. This blue cloud is the back-tested results, and we'll do some of that here in a minute, on the trade. So for me, I like to trade basically moving average breakouts. If it's above or below one of the moving averages. In my case, I like to trade on the five and the 10. I like it quick. I only want to be on a trade for a couple of days. And then once that, that trend breaks, I want to be out as fast as possible, moving on to the next trade. So here, what's really cool about TrendSpider, this is one of the tools that I use, is you can backtest any stock right here on the screen. And it will show you the historical results of your, get out of here. It'll show you the historical results of your strategy. And then you can plot that right on the screen. So whereas somebody says the market is efficient, I don't necessarily agree with that because an efficient market would basically have is equal opportunity to go in either direction, up or down, right? You've seen the bell curve. What this data provides here is historically speaking, specifically on this stock, specifically on this strategy, this is the kind of the bell curve that you might be more inclined to see. And so for me, this shows me I have a positive expectation on the trade and why I use back testing, why I can see visually, oh, I have the expectation that this is going to continue up. It may not do that, but historically speaking, over the last thousand candles, this is the, the average movement here. Now, also, you'll notice here on the chart, this is a 225% performance versus 288 for the asset. The asset meaning if you were to have bought it 1,000 candles ago, what is the performance? You can't control that. That's just like throwing a dart on the board and saying, okay, I'm going to buy it today. But you can control your strategy. And that's what this says here. The cumulative return was 226%. So that's one of the reasons I say past performance is not indicative of future results. But this does show you that historically speaking, this is a average return for this stock. Now. Um, if you found that useful, make sure to smash the like button because I love to do this kind of analysis. And be sure to put your trade ideas in the chat. That way we can run some of these back tests on your trade ideas. I'd be glad to do that for you. So I was uh, taking a seminar on YouTube. YouTube is amazing, right? You can listen to people like me. You can listen to Market Wizards, which uh, I just had a chance to talk to Jack Swager. Uh, he'll be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Talk to Larry Height one of the uh, uh, market wizards from the original book. And, um, you know, the, the, the idea of 
managing your risk, having that asymmetrical return is so critically important. So for me, my risk in this trade was between 152.52 and the five, which was 150.60. Okay. So basically $2 in risk. We've already gone about $3 up and we may go $10 higher. But because I've established my risk and return ahead of time, it's no longer an issue. And then because I'm following these moving averages, you can see I've trailed it up. And so now this orange line, that's my stop. I like to move that up every day just so I can keep track on the chart where it's at. And I only do it at the close. That's something too, right? You'll see the candles wick down through it. There's so many data points during the day. And if, if you say only at the close, will I make my decisions? That really helps clear your mental capacity, right? Not every 10 minutes checking your, your stocks, right? I'm only going to enter the trade at, you know, the last 30 minutes, or maybe it's an hour after the open. I'm only going to exit the trade in the last 10 minutes or so. And only if it breaks through my back test results. It's critically important to be able to have that plan on ahead of time. So let's shift to the next section, the new trade setups. Oh, this is going to be hard because I don't have a lot. <laughs> I don't have a lot because I just don't see the market having a lot of uh, strength right now. Uh, like I said, the, the, uh, the breadth of the market is just not there. When the breadth of the market is up here, 60, 70, 80%, that means every two out of three, every four out of five, something like that, stocks are moving up, are bullish. You want to get in and play those. Right now, it's less than half. And then beyond that, one of the tools I highly, highly recommend is called finclub.ai. And this one gives you so much data. And one of the things that it does is it shows right here on the screen a daily trajectory, right? And this plays into my trading. If it says, hey, strong downward momentum, entry not advised, there's no reason to trade, right? You can hold your, your trades. You can let them continue to work for you. You can allow them to trend in the direction you want, but there's just not the, uh, the stocks out there to be picking. And then additionally, it's really cool because when we have a passing day, it'll actually show you um, like PDCO, what their projected uh, target is. It even shows that right now. And then it'll have a big green light, like, you know, pass or fail, green light, red light. And uh, yeah, everything failed today. So the other thing I did want to mention was Apple, which was the only trade I'm in right now, was on this list a couple of days ago, has a target. There were two targets, actually. The first one got hit at 156.47. The second one is not quite hit yet, 157. 75, but I know it's gotten pretty close. I think the high yesterday or the high today was 157.04. So yeah, it, it could look like that in the next couple of days. And it even tells you um, how many days it'll take. It doesn't look like it shows it on this screen, but yeah, Apple's definitely the, the number one pick that I've got going forward. It's in my portfolio and it showed yesterday as uh, the top pick over at FinClub. So if you're interested in that, uh, you can get actually a free two-week trial over at finclub.ai. And, you know, that's that honestly is the end of my stock picks for the day. But I do have this cool little thing that I found uh, over on Twitter. It's the at stock mention bot. It will actually show you the 10 most mentioned stocks on Reddit. 
And I found that incredibly interesting. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna check these out. So somebody in the comments mentioned Clove. That is the number one on here. I know GameStop had has earnings today, so we'll see how that plays out. But uh, we're gonna go to the next section, which is going to be your audience request. So make sure you get all your fingers cracked, ready to go. Start typing in the chat what your um, what your stock picks are. We can take a look at it. We can back test it. We could have a conversation about them. I will try to get to as many as I can. And if that sounds good to you, smash like. Remember, we're, our goal is 100. I need to see 100. Oh, and hey, before we go too far, if you're still on YouTube right now, run over, type into the search bar, 10 Minute Stock Trader. We are like 150 people away from hitting 10,000. And that would be awesome if I could get the zingers to come through today and help me hit that, that 10,000 number. Um, Okay, so let's go to the third section here, audience requests. All right, let's pull through some of these and take a look at audience requests. Let's start with Clove. I know that was um, one somebody was asking about. All right, so Clove down at 945. I will caution you on Clove. It is below its 200-day moving average. And just a really, really basic line in the sand of if it's bullish or bearish. It broke over its 200-day yesterday, so it does have some momentum behind it. I'm going to run a strategy tester on this on the 10-day exponential moving average. See its back tester results, but I'm going to tell you ahead of time, I bet it is crazy. Oh, it's actually not that bad, 47%. Now, here's a key distinction here. Your strategy, if you followed the 10, which is the blue line, zoom in a little bit, if you enter when it goes above the blue line and close when it goes below the blue line, has a 47% cumulative return. That is really good. I like that. Now, that also shows here on the chart in the data that historically, if you were to just throw a dart a thousand candles ago when this backtest started, uh, it actually would be down. So your strategy has significantly outperformed the stock on its own just by following one blue line right? Hear it all the time on the, the uh, on the YouTubes, right? It's like, this one simple indicator. Yeah. Well, back tested. There you go. So let's see it on the chart. So it crossed it back on August 24th and it's still in this blue cloud area. So it's still within the uh, top. Uh, it's the bottom 25th percentile and top 20 top 75th percentile is this blue cloud here so basically it's that it's that bell curve but instead of the bell curve moving just straight sideways it's moving to an upward angle because of that this does show to be moving uh very uh much in line with its back tests which is pretty cool uh i'm not going to say that we'll continue to do that but i would be cautious i want to see it over 1033 which is where the uh, 200 day is at but yeah this is a good one thank you for that all right, um, let's go to GDRX. Imran, thank you for that, GDRX. Oh yeah, this one looks strong. All right, so GDRX is over its 200 day. It's obviously in a bullish trend. Let's run a strategy tester right here, see how it's back tests. This one I would stop right where I'm at. The reason being is because the expectation, the historical results show a negative return. And that's just going above and below the 10 day. You could change that to wherever it is. But for me, this is where I would stop and say next trade. I'm not saying it's bad. It obviously is in a nice uptrend, 
but historically speaking, this one doesn't have the uh, performance that I'd be looking for. I just need to show a positive expectation. If it doesn't have a positive expectation, then I'm going to be looking for something else. Thank you, Amram, for that. All right. Um, BBIG. I've heard about that one. Let's take a look at BBIG. Oh, what happened here? Oh, wow. 234%. That's a really, really strong back test. Let's see on chart. Okay. Here's something to keep in mind, right? It has hellaciously outperformed its historical results. To me, this says it's it's crazily overbought and it may be an incredible time to take your profits. Uh, but then again, it has a ton of volume. Basically something fundamentally has changed. And uh, this one is, it, it could, it, it really could continue on for forever. Uh, I would watch this 10 day blue line. So on your charts, go to the uh, exponential moving average, go to the 10. That's gonna get you these same results that I'm talking about here at 234% cumulative returns. Uh, this one looks super, super strong. It's too late to make this trade, but if you're already in it, I think this is an awesome, awesome trade. Way to go, Anthony. Apple call is a good idea right now. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. That's about the only thing in the market that I even am looking at. Slig, SLGG, Aaron, let's take a look. SLGG, there we go. Super League Gaming. All right, so this one, this one's looking really rough to me. It's below its 200 day. Because it's below its 200 day, I personally wouldn't trade it. Because like I said, 200 days, like a really easy line in the sand to say if it is or isn't in a bull market. Now let's run a strategy test real quick. Because it's below all of its moving averages, which is another bearish sign, uh, I can't plot it going forward. And look at that, the cumulative return on this one, negative 57%. So yeah, this SLGG is not looking really sharp to me. Uh, it, it, to me, it would have to cross over 450 uh, in order to keep going. But right now, I mean, like, I wouldn't even trade it because it's got this, uh, this it, it's got a negative expectation. Aaron, I don't know you, but I know you. And I know that you want the best for yourself. This one has a negative expectation. I wouldn't be trading it. I hope it works out, though. Just for you. DK, hey, make sure you hit the thumbs up button. I really do appreciate that. If I have gone over something you are interested in, please make sure you hit the thumbs up button. INTC. Jim, how are you, sir? Same thing here. It's below its 200 day. But historically, it does have a positive expectation at 87%. So if we can see it go above that 200 day, I think it has some room to run. BBW Build-A-Bear. I don't think, is BBW to Build-A-Bear? It is, okay. Uh, this one is above its 200 day. No issues there. It's below all of its moving averages right now, but it does show 174% back-tested uh, result here. That is strong. Tony, this has a great uh, historical return on it. I would just be cautious and wait until it curls back around and clears above the moving averages here. Also, I would like to point out that you're going to have a lot of frustrated buyers up here who have bought in the past and they're down. You're going to have to break through this 19 barrier here to really see it, you know, have these exponential moves again. So be careful on that one. I do like it though, if it can break over this, this area. AMD, you know what, miss Jamelia? 
I have seen AMD. A lot of people talking about it. I did really well on AMD when it had this run. I got it at 95, got out at 110. Uh, but to me, it just doesn't have legs anymore. I mean, historically speaking, I know that this back tests well, 157% historical results. But it's just not moving it, right? So I would I would continue to wait. Maybe clear 110. We might be looking good. But right now, just doesn't have the, the momentum behind it that you really want to see. Okay, um, I will do one more. And then I'm going to have to start closing this thing down. BFLY, LYNR. BFLY, Butterfly Network. And below it's 200 day. Because of that, I would avoid it. However, I'll be glad to run a back test for you. No problem. 18%. It has a positive expectancy. That's great. But it's not to the point where I'm ready to add it, right? You need to make sure you have enough buyers to support these prices going forward. And right now, the buyers are not there, right? Over the last 200 days, it's been higher. And it needs to get higher before I'd be interested. All right, so let's go to our final section. But before I do that, if you found that useful, please do me a favor, let Benzinga know that you found this useful and smash the like button. That would be awesome. All right, let's go to the final thoughts. Okay, so here's my final thoughts. And this is critical. If you wanna be a trader, you must embrace failure. Uh, Market wizard, Larry Height, who I cannot express how incredibly grateful I am that I had a chance to talk to him. It was amazing. Uh, Larry and I talked for two plus hours. And when I talked to him, basically I, I was like, hey, Larry, how's it going? And he talked for the next two hours. <laughs> One of the key things that he talked about the entire time was you have to embrace losing. You have to embrace losing. You have to embrace losing. I don't know if you heard me, but I said you have to embrace losing. I mean, literally, he kept pounding that into me. Uh, that podcast will go out in the next couple of weeks or so. So do me a favor, uh, up in the uh, search bar on YouTube, type in 10 Minute Stock Trader, hit subscribe, because we're so close to 10,000. It'd be awesome if I could get you to subscribe there. That way you won't miss whenever Larry Heights podcast comes out. But he drilled it. Over and over and over, you have to embrace losing. Failure is success in progress. That's part of it. But you have to be consciously aware of what's going on. You have to understand what you're doing. You can't just willy-nilly be throwing trades on, right? You have to backtest your data. You have to backtest uh, your strategies, not just your data. You have to understand what works. You have to understand what doesn't work. You have to understand why it works. But you won't be able to figure out the whys and the hows and how to improve until you write down your trades. So this is the homework I'm going to give you. I'm about out of time, but this is your number one homework thing I'm going to give you. Come back next week because we'll be doing this again. I expect you all to turn in your homework. I will be grading on a curve, but I really do want you to start documenting your trades. When you document your trades, entry, exit, everything like that, your, your reasoning behind it, you will be able to find what works. You will be able to find what doesn't. And then you can start picking out the pieces that don't work, right? You need to get a sample size. You need to get 20, 30, 50 trades and figure out what's working for you and what's not working for you. And only once you reach that point, will you start to figure out, hey, this is an edge that I have in the market. Because an edge may be razor thin, may, may be razor thin, but if you can exploit that, 
the market's literally unlimited money once you can exploit that. So, hey, if you found this useful, please smash the like button and make sure you type in 10 Minute Stock Trader at the top of your YouTube bar right there. Please go subscribe so we can hit 10,000. That would be awesome. And uh, I really appreciate your time today. Uh, be sure to come back next week with your homework. I'll be grading, like I said. And uh, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. Okay, so what'd you think? That was pretty incredible, right? Now, if you like that, that's only a taste, only a sample of what you're going to find in the full AI stock trading system. And I really highly encourage you to go and check this out. Obviously, you are interested in learning and how to trade. And that's why you're listening to this podcast. Now, I'm going to take and download my entire trading system that I use day in and day out onto you. <laughs> and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is over at the AIStockTradingSystem.com. You're going to get phase one, two, and three, several bonuses. And on top of that, I'm going to walk you through over a dozen trades that I put on inside of my account, holding your hand and showing you exactly how I got in, how I got out, how I use the artificial intelligence data, and how this could work inside of your own trading portfolio on a daily basis. So make sure you head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com to learn more and to get started and to download my decade plus worth of trading experience into your hands so you can start using the AI Stock Trading System today, the five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading. Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit 10MinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.